0: Hello, and welcome to the BNP Paribas Asset Management Talking Heads podcast. Every week, Talking Heads will bring you in-depth insights and analysis through the lens of sustainability on the topics that really matter to investors. In this episode, we'll be discussing the corporate loan market. I'm Daniel Morris, Chief Market Strategist, and I'm delighted to be joined by Vanessa Ritter, Head of Global Loans. Welcome, Vanessa, and thanks for joining me.
1: Thank you, Daniel. It's great to be with you today.
0: I was in an interesting investment committee meeting recently. It was actually for multi-asset funds. And one of the members said that in this environment where you have positive correlations between equities and fixed income and positive in a bad way, meaning uh, prices have been going down for both of them, uh, if you're managing a multi-asset portfolio, that makes life quite challenging uh, because you're struggling to find assets to put in the portfolio where you're somewhat confident of a positive return in the near term. Uh, I think, Vanessa, corporate loans might be a partial solution uh, to their problems, so let's talk a bit about that. Uh, In general, is this a good time to be investing in the loan market? And if you could maybe enlighten our listeners a bit, what are some of the key features of loans that may be of interest to investors?
1: Yes, this is a very interesting time in the market. It's an uncertain time, but it's precisely this uncertainty that is creating the opportunity to capture an outsized return in loans. During normal stable periods in the market, loans provide an attractive level of return based on their coupon. But during pullbacks like this, there's an opportunity to capture a significant excess return, which is driven by the pullback in prices and the eventual return to par. So while we believe it always makes sense for investors to have some exposure to the loan asset class, particularly now, we think this would be a great time for investors to add loans to their allocation strategies because we see an opportunity to capture this excess return that is only available during periods of market volatility. The loan asset class has many features that are interesting to investors. Senior secured corporate loans are debt instruments that are similar to high yield bonds in that they are both rated below investment grade, so that's BA1, WB+, and below, and companies issue them for similar purposes in order to make acquisitions, expand their operations, or refinance other debt. But they differ from high yield bonds because they are senior secured and floating rate. Senior secured means that corporate loans are typically the most senior instrument in a company's capital structure, meaning that in the event of bankruptcy, claims are paid first or ahead of unsecured bonds and equity. They are also secured by all the assets of the corporation. That's cash, inventory, accounts receivable, property plants and equipment. The value of being senior secured is that it results in a much higher recovery in the event of bankruptcy. And that's why the average recovery is about 60 to 65% for corporate loans versus around 40 to 45% for high yield bonds. Leveraged loans are also floating rate instruments. The coupon consists of Euribor or SOFR, which are the reference or benchmark rates for loans, plus a fixed margin. The margin reflects the credit risk of the borrower and the supply and demand conditions in the market. It is set at the time the deal is issued and remains fixed. However, the Euribor or sofa rate resets every three months and therefore when rates increase, so do the returns received by investors. So this is one of the main reasons why loans are so attractive in an inflationary environment loans essentially have an embedded hedge against rising rates. Another point to note, when we talk about corporate loans, we're referring to large-cap loans. These are loans made to very large institutions. We are investing in billion-dollar companies which operate global businesses. The loan market is large, diverse, and quite liquid. So the main benefits of loans are that they provide attractive risk-adjusted returns. Loans provide an effective hedge for inflation and rising rates due to their floating rate nature. Their senior position in the capital structure makes loans a more conservative option for investors in the high-yield space. And because the market is both broad and deep, portfolio managers are able to create well-diversified portfolios which are suited to the current economic environment.
0: In all of this, of course, we're facing a quite challenging macroeconomic environment, which just seems to get more and more challenging with time. Uh, We're all worried about a recession in the near term in Europe, one next year in the U.S. At the same time, central banks are hiking rates, not lowering rates to support growth because we have a quite significant inflation problem. Uh, And of course, there's no lack of geopolitical risks that are out there. So, given that challenging macro situation, how has it changed your portfolio management approach, and what are you investing in these days?
1: The economic backdrop is always a key consideration in our investment decisions. The current economic outlook is softening because central banks around the globe need to cool their economies in order to tame inflation. And this, combined with a number of geopolitical issues, has created some challenges for corporations. But the impact of these challenges is felt to varying degrees, depending on which sector a company is operating in, how well it's diversified across business lines and geographies, the strength of its balance sheet and its liquidity position. In general, though, many companies have been benefiting from pent-up demand in the economy. There's been a lot of demand for their products and services. There's also been a lot of CapEx spending as businesses try to increase capacity. And of course, one company's capital expenditures are another company's revenue. But companies are also facing a lot of cost pressures, high energy, commodity and transportation costs, rising wages, and higher interest rates. Many companies have been able to push through higher prices to their consumers, though, in order to offset some of these additional expenses. Now consumers have been holding up fairly well thus far they have been benefiting from very tight labor markets and higher wages they have strong personal balance sheets due to low leverage strong home prices and high savings rates but inflation is also hitting consumers hard with rising food and energy prices and consumer confidence has started to weaken. So, as portfolio managers, our focus is on understanding the evolving economic landscape and how it impacts different sectors and different types of companies. We're seeking to invest in companies which have the most resilient business models, with strong balance sheets and liquidity, which have managed well through previous business cycles and now appear well positioned for this current slowdown. We also believe that sustainability factors are the key to long-term performance, and hence our credit process involves a detailed assessment of ESG risk factors, which are integrated into our investment decision-making process. We firmly believe that ESG considerations are integral to designing and implementing resilient portfolios which will perform across both short and long-term investment horizons. We also believe it can help to unlock upside potential and enlarge the scope of investments. For example, including companies working in ESG-friendly technologies such as renewable energy or energy efficiency can have significant potential and should be of considerable interest to investors. In terms of specific sectors, we are continuing to invest selectively in technology and healthcare names, while we are cautious on consumer discretionary, food, retail, and chemical names.
0: That'll make sense given the environment that you face. You mentioned, though, earlier that loans provide an attractive risk-adjusted return. Could you elaborate a little bit on that?
1: Yes. uh, Prices in the loan market have pulled back this year due mainly to uncertainty and recession fears, which have been keeping some buyers on the sidelines. One of the largest buyers in the loan market are CLOs. They represent around 65% of the bid, and they've been on the sidelines because the ARB between the assets and liabilities isn't working well at the moment. So this has exacerbated the softness in prices. It's this pullback in prices, though, which has led to such a nice increase in yields. We're currently seeing over 7%. Importantly, defaults have remained limited. They are under 1% currently, and the default expectations have also remained quite low by historical standards because financial results have been resilient. Plus, the maturity profile of the loan market, meaning the amount of debt which needs to be refinanced each year, is fairly manageable over the next couple of years and shows that companies are not facing a lot of refinancing pressure in the near term. So this is why we say loans are attractive on a risk-adjusted basis. If we take the current yield minus the cost of risk, we arrive at an expected risk-adjusted return of around 6%. But we think it's also important to have the right strategy in this market. The loan asset class has been remarkably resilient over time. While it has experienced significant pullbacks, notably the 2008 downturn, it is typically followed by an even more impressive bounce back. It was the same for the COVID pullback in 2020. There was a sharp downturn, followed by a very strong rebound. For the COVID situation, this drawdown and rebound happened all in the same year. So if you look at the annual results for 2020, you wouldn't even realize anything significant had happened that year. But if you had invested in March of 2020, you would have been very happy by the end of the year. So this brings us to the current situation. We are late in the business cycle and hence we need a late cycle investment strategy. It is precisely because of the pullback in prices because of the uncertainty in the market that we believe this is a good time to invest in loans this is the time when outsized returns can be earned in this asset class as long as one has the right strategy to take advantage of it there are a lot of strong companies in the market with resilient business models and strong cash flows that will be able to manage through the downturn and they are now selling at a discount they are on sale Prices for strong credits have pulled back by around 5 to 8%, so loans that were once trading close to par can now be purchased in the mid to low 90s. Over time, we would expect these credits to pull back to par, which is what provides this excess yield pickup. New primary transactions are also reflecting the soft market. Today's new deals are typically offered at an OID or an offered initial discount of 93 to 96. This discount enhances yields and also embeds capital gains taking opportunities down the road, which is a great way to boost returns. Spreads are also much more generous these days, with Euribor or SOFR plus 450 to 550 basis points being common for single B credit. This spread creates an attractive level of cash income, which can be paid out to investors as dividends. And of course, the base rate is floating, so the overall coupon increases as interest rates increase. There's one last critical point, though. The greatest yield opportunity is at the bottom of the market. But how do we time the bottom? Maybe it will occur soon during September or October when markets often seem to hit their low points. Maybe it will be next year. We don't know the answer because there are so many moving parts these days. But this is why we think investors should take a systematic approach to investing, whereby they establish an ultimate allocation target, which matches their risk-reward profile and tolerance for volatility, and then invest over a period of time. If they break their allocation into a number of pieces and invest over a period of months or quarters, they are much more likely to capture the most beneficial part of the downturn. By lagging into positions, they will benefit from the attractive cash coupon, and ultimately, they should also benefit from this extra yield pickup when prices pull back to par.
0: The key points, then, I think, from what you shared with us, Vanessa, is number one, these current uncertain times are exactly what create the opportunity to capture outsized returns in the corporate loan market. You pointed out that corporate loans are similar to high-yield bonds with a couple of very important differences. Uh, One, they are the most senior instrument in a company's capital structure, and that helps provide those attractive risk-adjusted returns. And then finally, in this environment of high inflation, they are floating rate instruments and so help to provide a hedge. Well, Vanessa, thank you very much for joining me.
1: Thank you, Daniel. It was a pleasure.
0: That's it for this week's episode of Talking Heads. If you would like more information, please reach out to your BNP Paribas Asset Management contact or check out Viewpoint, our new website for investment insights at viewpoint.bnpparibas-am.com. If you like Talking Heads, leave us a positive review and a nice rating. We recommend subscribing to Talking Heads on your favorite podcast channel. You'll receive your podcast episodes every Monday afternoon. You've been listening to the BNP Paribas Asset Management Talking Heads podcast with me, Daniel Morris, and Vanessa Ritter, Head of Global Loans. Please do join me next week. Until then, take care.
1: This presentation includes a discussion on current market events and is not intended as investment advice or an offer of products or services by BNP Paribas Asset Management.